Good morning and good evening, my friends, my listeners, my followers, my everythings. (laughs) Thanks for being here, guys. I really appreciate you. I'm sorry I haven't said that yet, but I really do. And I, I really love having the ability to give you so much intel and so much information and just give you my thoughts. So I wanted to say that and I... I apologize for the the lateness on that. I just finished this amazing article on Norm Paytas, the dog lover. And I have to say, he spoke a lot about his dog, Athena, and I quote, Athena the goddess, which happens to be a Greek name. I'm just throwing that in there. But I have to say, I do respect the dog loving Norm Paytas. The lawyer with an attitude that we all saw on TV that day, that he walked in and he made the court known without apologizing what a man he is. We need more of that kind of man, I mean, who leads by example. I truly adore anyone who is smart, which comes in many forms. Smarts are not always book smarts, hence the phrase street smarts. I believe a person with the ability to behold the equal equation of the two is destined for nothing other than greatness. However, Leash, get back to reality here. Norm is a criminal defense lawyer, and I'm just giving him free press a little bit more each day. But I do. I have this love-hate relationship with Norm. I truly respect his intellect. I, I, I love his strategizing, his tact, his ruthlessness. But seriously, how do they do it? How do they flip the switch so many would say money. Look at Jose Bias in the Casey Anthony case or all the team of lawyers that OJ had. But how do they do it morally? I would love to know. But with Norm, after reading the article and knowing how much of a dog lover he is, which only dog lovers would attest to this, there is a level of emotional connection that you have with your pets, especially dogs. it's so humanizing. There's just nothing like it. And I've just seen with Norm in so many articles where he speaks about his friends that are chasing money. And there's a quote that he said, which, you know, um, it, it basically was his friend saying, I wanted fuck you money. And if you don't know what that means, that means like, I want to have so much money that I don't have to apologize for anything. And and Norm really was just like, well, what is that? How much is that? What is the number? And that's where I I gained a level of respect, which please, my listeners that are loyal, don't hate me. It's just that I do respect the intellect and I do respect his level of understanding of money and finance and how it only goes so far in life, especially. So if he has the ability to understand that and has a moral compass when it comes to money, where does it go when it comes to photos? And I'm sorry that I digress so much into this, but I truly believe to understand a story, you have to really dig deep into a person and understand who they are and why they got into the profession that they chose and why they're so passionate about it. And I hope one day that Norm will speak to LeashCast and explain what that is. I do know that it's not about money for him. I feel it deep in my loins. But we'll have to see if he obliges. I have a feeling he will. If not before trial, definitely after. I'll get him to talk. Trust me. But needless to say, I, I, I have to say, Norm, right now, 
If you're listening, you're at a crossroads, my friend. You are. I know you won't admit it, but you are. He himself said the cock crowed three times at Michelle Draconis, didn't want to speak to Fotis or him. Well, frankly, that was weeks ago, almost a month ago now. And the court and attorney Bowman, who happens to be Michelle's lawyer, has filed a motion to prohibit slash block any communication between the Fotis clan and Michelle. She wants nothing to do with him or his lawyers, i.e. Norm. So it basically says that I don't want to say they're, I wouldn't say harassing, but I would say they're definitely bugging her, which I'm not surprised and I'm going to get into why. But that hasn't stopped Norm. He has now said he's asking the court to dismiss all charges. I'm going to say it again. He's asking the court to dismiss all charges against Michelle so that she can provide an alibi for Fotis because not only can she, that she has one for the morning of the disappearance of Jennifer Dulos. Let's take a second here and think about this. How would Norm know Michelle can do that for his client and or is willing to since Michelle and i.e. or said cock crowed three times saying uh stop talking to Michelle Draconis. So either the cock's lying, Michelle's lying, her lawyer's lying, or something's up here. (laughs) I don't mean to keep bringing it up, but it's just funny. The only reason for doing this, and this isn't funny, and this is a very serious reason, is would be to be the last ditch effort to find out what Michelle knows and if she truly flipped to state's evidence. So then Norm would understand how to proceed with his client, Fotis, in the coming weeks, which they have to be able to create an alternative theory, i.e., I always say alternative theory because that's what Norm likes to address on his website, and I find it funny because it's a nice way of saying alibi. So like I was saying, they need to create an alternative, quote, quote, theory, i.e., alibi, that can then be quadruple checked by the PD, which they will do. Now, side note, everything that Norm has brought up, he hasn't produced any sort of evidence behind it. So I find that interesting. Um, a lot of it is just to create this, this level of doubt for potential um, people that would be on the jury. And that is my speculation on it. It's pure speculation, but it's, it's a tact that a lot of criminal defense lawyers do. And he's doing a phenomenal job of it. But what I find interesting is it really got smacked down today because not only today, excuse me, the other day, uh, what was it yesterday? Because, you know, Norm put out there that, you know, Michelle is in love with Fotis still and she knows he's innocent and blah, blah, blah. And then they go to court and Michelle's lawyers basically like slapped him across the face and said, buddy, snap out of the love spell that you're on because she's not she's not singing. I love you. She wants nothing to do with him at all. Stop contacting us. You're blocked. I mean, it was basically like a restraining order. I mean, it wasn't it, but it basically was okay. It couldn't be more clear. So this is what's interesting about all this. Now we're at a point where now all of a sudden they literally got rejected. Okay. The whole, the whole Norm Fotis clan got rejected yet. That doesn't stop them from then crying out for that last ditch effort of saying, we really want the court to drop all charges on Michelle because she knows exactly what happened that morning. But wait a second, how does she know? She has no way of knowing. 
They can't communicate. What this means, okay, is he just wants to know what she knows. That's it. So that he knows how to then create a story in the next few weeks. Because the next few weeks are critical, like I said. You know, this is the time where they have to really plan and know exactly what they're up against. Michelle's going to be going into court on July 18th especially if she gets cleared to leave the state and visit a friend for a few weeks, which I find very interesting. This girl is probably terrified. She's probably shitting her pants, trying to figure out what the hell to do. Her life is completely ruined. Her business is ruined due to this, especially if she had nothing to do with it. Do I think that she knew absolutely nothing? I struggle with that daily. I think that Fotis told her only enough that she would pass a lie detector. So let's, for an example, let's say he said to her, these are some, you know, old things of Jennifer's that I've always wanted to throw out or whatever. And and they were going to dinner, let's say, passing Hartford. Okay. Again, I'm like stretching this because I have no idea what he said, but that's a way for her not to understand. I don't believe she knew everything, but then it's also like, how do you not know? You know, so I don't think she's completely innocent in all this, but I do believe that she's helping the authorities, which would be great. Um, and that's what I'm hoping for, uh, for, for Jen's case and her family and her most importantly for her children. I I really hope that Michelle wakes up in those next two weeks. If she's granted this time away that whoever she's staying with says, listen, you know, Michelle, no guy is worth this bullshit. And whatever he said to you is a lie. If he threatened you, if he did anything. And again, this is all allegations that, you know, are spewing around, but it could be that. I mean, if someone's capable of hurting somebody, can you imagine the person that's still living that has knowledge of this? If they do, they must be terrified. So I don't want to get too much into that, but I'm just saying that it's a possibility and it could be a very, very scary thing. Um, But I want to get a little bit back into Norm. And I want to get into the fact that I find it interesting about him trying to do this about dismissing Michelle's charges because he's a really smart guy. And by him doing this, it shows serious desperation on their part, on the FOTUS team part, because it says they're not ready. You know, he stood there in court and puffed his chest and said, I'm ready. I want the trial to be in August, which we all know in Connecticut, that does not happen. But by doing this, it shows that he's really desperate because he knows if Michelle leaves for two weeks, someone's going to be in her ear. Okay. And things could really get really, really mixed up. And they could be in for a rude awakening on July 18th. And the state could smack down some stuff that the Fotis clan has no idea about that Michelle could have gave him. And this is all speculation again. But again, Norm doesn't know. So he doesn't really know how to then draw the portrait for Fotis, for his client. Because he has no idea of what Michelle has said to the police, which I personally love. I think it's great. And it really says a lot about her and what her and Bowman, her lawyer, are really trying to do here. Um, I'll let you guys kind of guess on that, but I think you know where I'm going there. But I think it's time that the Fotis clan realizes that money and power doesn't always give you what you want, you know, and knowing who you know, and I know Norm probably knows a lot of people in the system, in the court system, but I don't blame them for trying, okay, because this is all creating 
a lot of media frenzy and a lot of doubt for people. You know, I personally, I there's no doubt in my mind at all that Fotis um, murdered Jen, and I have no problem saying that. That's my opinion. But there are people out there that that don't believe it. It's shocking to me. But those are the people that could be on the jury. And that's what I say all the time. And it just takes one. So these criminal defense lawyers know that. So they know that they could be throwing, you know, all this crap out there and just to confuse people, just to create that little doubt in someone's head that says, wait, maybe he wasn't there. Maybe, maybe traffic was heavy that day, you know? And again, I don't believe it for a second. And I know traffic in Connecticut, but there are people that may think otherwise. And I don't want to get too much into that. But like I said, I don't blame them for trying to do this. This is truly a last ditch effort. It screams that. And they have to do it. You know, they're they're his his legal team. But it is clear. It's clear as day that this case is going to be one hell of a roller coaster ride. And I will keep you guys posted and I will be back before you know it. Have a great day if you're starting your day and good night if you're just listening now and it's after dark. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening.